Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Whatever In today's episode, we've got some stories to talk about. In case you aren't subscribed, you definitely should do so. Subscribe down there, hit the bell to get all notifications. That way you'll always be notified and get the Faneva news. I got all the scoop. Definitely subscribe, hit that bell, and enjoy. Okay, people, so rumors are definitely very strong right now regarding the future of the Boruto anime, and in particular, the adaptation of some of the novels that take place during the Boruto timeline based on some stuff with one of the people that work over at the Boruto anime. I believe it's one of the producers or directors, if I'm not mistaken. We're gonna talk about it. We finally got an update on Hell's Paradise anime incoming. An anime announcement for, from what I hear, is a very, very good manga, and I'm excited to bring you guys' attention to it. Some potential news, possibly in the realm of anime, for Mob Psycho 100. We'll talk. An update on Cowboy Bebop live-action Netflix, and in particular, the Japanese side of things. We've got the top 10 selling series of the week for manga an update on the next dragon ball super superhero trailer small little piece of bleach news couple of pieces of attack on titan anime news including an apology from the creator hajime isayama this is like the second or third apology he's had for various different reasons now at this point well this is a different apology entirely we'll talk about it small update for the my hero academia manga the weekly shonen magazine author comments an interesting look at the Seven Deadly Sins manga's sales, success, and then decline. Pretty significant update regarding Shonen Sunday and the editor-in-chief of Shonen Sunday stepping down. We'll talk. Small update for some new Chainsaw Man stories incoming. Disney is stepping in the anime realm. Oh boy, strap on your boots, fam. We'll talk. Very, very cool news regarding Kaiju number eight taking over. Something interesting to note that I saw on the timeline regarding George Morikawa, the author of Hajime no Ippo, and One Punch Man and Kaiju number eight. And a small update on the One Piece anime in particular regarding episode 1000. And yeah, people, those are the stories we have for today's episode. Without further ado, let's jump into another exciting episode of Whatever the only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. Okay, people, so first on the docket, apparently over on Twitter, some fans were discussing what's going on with the future of the Boruto anime, and in particular, something was retweeted regarding the future of the Boruto anime and adapting novels. Right here it says, the director of Boruto just retweeted a Boruto staff member's blog post. Oh, so it was actually a staff member's blog post that was actually talking about the Boruto novels, which talks about possible Boruto novel adaptations. And what the blog post had said was, now, since the original Original 54 chapters were animated in episode 218. There are only less than 10 chapters in stock. 
one anime episode digests one original story, basically one episode per chapter. Therefore, it is expected that the anime original or the novel versions will be drawn on a yearly basis in the future, meaning that there's going to be either anime-exclusive episodes or stuff that is adapted to novels. It would be nice to see a depiction that reminds us of the parents' generation referring to Naruto, Sasuke, and them, but since this is Boruto's uh, show, you know, Boruto's main character in the works, it would be great if we could see something that can be called unique to the next generation that has advanced technologically basically saying that it would be nice if also there could be stuff that is exclusive to you know boruto's generation because the novels really focus in on naruto sasuke sakura etc and i'll be honest with you my bias which i'm allowed to you know tell you guys hey my bias do the novels i would love to see every now and then yo if you want to add in how about do do this like you know happy medium okay happy medium let's do the novels with some inclusion of anime original stuff basically have two things going on at once so while let's just say for example one of the novels is a desperate attempt for sasuke and sakura to find a cure for naruto's illness while all that is going on have boruto and sarada on their own little side quest mission and you could kind of change off between and maybe somehow some way they kind of intertwine at the very end of it all so that way it kind of makes sense but do the novels please do the novels it'll keep the hype up as well because right now a lot of people are hyped because not only you know the boruto story has been hyped but also again having the inclusion of naruto and sasuke alongside the main cast that is now starting to really come into their own it will be a perfect blend have everybody doing something notable especially because it'll keep the hype going very immensely like if you have the next generation combined with the new generation keep the naruto fans watching boruto right now you're golden please do the novels don't worry about like no we gotta go back you did that for 200 episodes you've done boruto stuff and yeah boruto's the main character but it's boruto naruto next generations that means it's both of them okay so that's just my opinion but either way the fact that he retweeted this means that possibly they're gonna do a combination of both i don't know either way i'm looking forward to hopefully getting some of the novels adapted because i've heard that they're very very heat and i'm excited for that next up fans of hell's paradise now it was announced i want to say some months ago now at this point that hell's paradise was going to be getting an anime adaptation we haven't really heard anything since then you know the manga uh, wrapped up not that long ago as well well according to this it says new information regarding jigoku raku tv anime will be revealed in jump festa 2022 so expect them to talk about possibly what studio maybe a trailer at this point because the whole story is over at this point similar to chainsaw man so they could run straight through it if they like but yeah i'm looking forward to it because even though i got the manga volumes honestly i haven't gotten around to reading them yet so i don't know if i'll be anime only by the time this comes out which will be one hell of an experience because i've heard nothing but great things but either way jigoku raku yeah we're gonna get some updates in jump festa which is only a few months away right around the corner looking forward to that next up now for years probably i want to say it's at least been like a year and a half to two years there was a couple of trusted twitter users that have some very good taste that i know that have been tweeting at me like yo fam this shit is good or i just see them in general raving about this series called witch hat Atelier, aka Tongari Boshi no Atelier, which is a manga created by Kamome Shirahama, it will be receiving an anime project. So it doesn't say anime adaptation, it could be a film, it could be an anime. All we know is that it's, you know, an anime project, which I'm looking forward to that because, again, I've heard nothing but amazingly good 
things about this series and i've seen the art of the manga so they better do it justice because the art of the manga looks fantastic and yeah i've heard that it's great so they're doing some type of anime project whether it be a movie uh, a tv series whatever it may be i'm looking forward to it and again the art i mean it looks kind of cool it looks like it's you know wizards possibly and you know magical filled back in the day type of deal but it looks pretty good and i'm looking forward to whatever the heck this anime project is going to be because this will probably be my gateway into the series not to mention again i've heard just nothing but great things about it next up something very very big for mob psycho 100 is about to happen now for a little bit now people have been telling me yo there's some sort of countdown going on on the official mob psycho 100 twitter and um it was just not that long ago on the 12th that it was at 93 percent that they posted and then i want to say it was today if i'm not mistaken on the 14th it was posted again 95% so every day is 2% so basically in 5 more days we'll get to 100% and I'm very curious to see what the heck this is going to be now to my understanding Mob Psycho 100 it's already over the manga wrapped up and there's not quite enough content if I'm not mistaken to actually do a full blown other season maybe I'm wrong on that but either way I'm going to throw my hat in the race and say that when this reaches 100 we're going to get an announcement for Mob Psycho's movie and it's going to be a movie movie that wraps up the entire story adapting the last chapters and maybe adding a little extra sauce in there but that's what i'm imagining because again from what i remember back when i finished season two i looked up and i saw that there was not that many chapters left to adapt for a season but that could mean that they're going to maybe do a movie either way hopefully this 100 leads to something anime related i love mob Psycho. mob Psycho is a very unappreciated series in my opinion like season one was really dope season two took it to another level i would love a film or a mini season three whatever you want to do but either way the fact that there's some traction i'm excited for this whatever this countdown leads to let's get it baby oh my god i still remember i don't know if people love the, the season two's opening i still can't get over if everyone is not but oh my god oh i can't wait hopefully this is something good mob psycho 100 baby next up people that were hyped for cowboy bebop's netflix live action or people in general that are curious about it apparently in their next attempt at getting people to check it out According to this information, the original Japanese cast of voices are going to be reprising their roles for the Japanese dub of the Cowboy Bebop live-action Netflix. It says, Original Cowboy Bebop cast reprise roles for Japanese dub of live-action series. Netflix announced on Wednesday that the Japanese dub of the live-action adaptation of Sunrise's Cowboy Bebop anime will feature the original anime's cast reprising their roles. Titan Kusunaki will replace the late Un show izuka as the voice of jet black other new cast members include masako osobe as mao originally played by kazuaki ito and romi park as shin whom nobuyuki hiyama voiced in the original anime netflix also revealed that it will stream the original anime worldwide outside japan starting on october 20th the anime is already streaming on netflix in japan and the live action series will premiere on november 19th and the series will have 10 episodes i mean hey I, I don't know anybody over here in the west that will be hyped like all oh, the original japanese like almost everybody watched the dub of cowboy bebop and our fans of the dub because it was on adult swim a hundred billion times throughout all these freaking years and steve bloom as spike spiegel like i don't see people being hyped over here and sold like they're gonna have the original Japanese. i'm just gonna watch it in dub no 
no or well yeah that's crazy in dub but it means japanese like i don't see people doing that i'm pretty sure they're gonna just stick with what we got and yeah i, I ain't gonna lie what we less than a month away i'm going to check it out i'm not saying that i'm gonna like it i'm not saying also i'm going in there to dislike it i'm gonna see what they do honestly like this is huge huge shoes to fill in terms of like yo that anime legendary but i'm gonna go in like i've said before open-minded and either way hey if all else fails we could put on the japanese version of the show why not like no we're not doing that so yeah people if you want to watch cowboy bebop's live action netflix you'll have the original japanese voice actors voicing the characters yeah. Moving forward, we got the top 10 selling manga series of the week. Coming in at number 10, Blue Box, 81,000, which Blue Box is making waves, fam. Making waves. March comes in like a lion, 94,000. Don to Don, okay, so it must have released a new volume. Maybe volume 2 finally dropped. 97,865, which I'm imagining that's all probably almost just attributed to one volume dropping, which is... Still fantastic, honestly. 97th. I mean, probably some back volumes in there too because this is, again, the full series, not just one volume, but that's that's great. This is a new series, fam. Uh, number seven. Wow, there's a lot of big heavy hitters that dropped this week. Number seven, Marshall, 112,823 this week. Black Clover, baby, Black Clover! Uh, coming in with 119,569. So we probably got a new volume that dropped recently as well. Uh, five star stories. Well, yeah, it was volume 30 that we got that uh, comment from Tabata. So yeah, new volume did drop. Uh, five star stories. I have no idea what that is. Number four, Kimetsu no Yaiba 218. Mm, I'm expecting those numbers are going to keep going, growing, growing because new season is here. Uh, Tokyo Avengers and the. Whoa! Okay, very interesting. Tokyo Revengers for the first time in a while. Uh, this week, starting to get dethroned. I don't know. 462,000 for Tokyo Revengers. While My Hero Academia, 545,000. It must have dropped a new volume as well or something. Uh, 545,463. And then number one, the crazy Kaizen. The Jujutsu Kaizen. 1.18 in a short week. Screw a press conference. Press this on your conscience cheers nah shout out to jadakus <laughs> yo oh man i ain't gonna lie these this is a very very strong list of series here from jujutsu to my hero tokyo revengers demon slayer black clover marshall don the don even a newcomer like blue lock uh, blue box yeah stiff competition shout out to all of them love to see it can't wait to see what other new volumes do which we'll probably get those within the next few days type stuff okay people next up we got an update on the abomination i mean no. <laughs> We got an update on the Dragon Ball Super Superhero film. Apparently, according to this, it says official Dragon Ball Super Twitter account just tweeted about crossing 250,000 followers. And in that, they mentioned the next PV trailer will be full of Red Ribbon Army powerful secrets. I'm wondering, are we going to go up against like some more androids? Like, are those superhero character models that they're like superheroes, but they're apparently going to be villains or whatever that are like, you know, attacking Earth and shit? Are those going to be like created? robot similar to like 17 and 18 or something like red ribbon army this late in the game we fought gods literal gods of destruction all 
sort of, like, how? How is the Red Ribbon Army doing anything? Like, Red Ribbon Army, it worked very well in Dragon Ball when things were grounded towards somewhat of reality. I mean, yes, Goku, we later find out as a Saiyan, and during the series, he could turn into a great ape when he looked at the full moon. But in terms of combat and stuff like that, he was just like a really, 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 really strong kid that, you know, he lost in the, what, the first World Martial Arts Tournament that he competed in again. Well, the first three, actually, whatever. But Red Ribbon Army worked fine because at that point, Goku was still a very naive little kid, oftentimes going off on his own in these very, very dangerous situations. But that's why it worked well. That's why they were able to get it done. On top of that, there was a lot of comedy involved in it. How is Red Ribbon Army going to do anything against Vegeta? This is a guy that, you know, he cares now, I guess, a little bit more. But he don't really care. I don't know, man. Maybe some aliens from another planet came over and they happened to crash into the Red Ribbon Army, you know, new headquarters or something. And they struck a deal. Like, yo, help us get our revenge for Dr. Jiro or something. But like, Red Ribbon Army, man. You know, the more I think about it, I don't know. I mean, it could work. They've done a lot of crazy things. Making Frieza go from how weak he was, you know, compared to where the Saiyans were at at that point. To all of a sudden, Golden Frieza from training. So you never freaking know with the Red Ribbon Army. But least hype I've ever been for anything Dragon Ball anime related. Period. That's saying something. But we gotta wait and see. Either way, next trailer is gonna have a whole bunch of Red Ribbon Army. <laughs> okay, people, next up, this is something pretty freaking hype. According to this, it says, Bleach fans expect anime info on December 18th as a new domain was registered. So we'll probably be getting an update on, you know, the release date. Because, wow, it's been already, what, going on two years, I want to say? Yeah, next year, a little bit into next year, we'll be two years deep since they announced like, Bleach anime returning officially everywhere. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, they've held us down pretty well with that big chapter. We had Burn the Witch, and then we had this big Bleach chapter with all that stuff that's really, really awesome. You know, the return of hell and all sorts of crazy stuff. So, Bleach has been nicely done thus far, but I ain't gonna lie, I'm ready for that anime. And if we're getting the big announcement December 18th, a new domain, I'm guessing if they've been working on it all this time, if it's in production all of this time, maybe summertime, crazy guess, honestly, I, I don't know, but I'm guessing maybe summertime time maybe fall of 2022 we could see it i mean don't expect bleach I, I, you know especially if it's being announced december 18th uh, you know or we're getting an announcement december 18th don't expect right away to be showing up but i'm guessing if we are going to get the big announcement like yo this is when bleach anime is returning here's a trailer or something like that we'll probably be getting the anime again i want to say maybe fall the earliest of next year which it's a, a ways off considering it's been like almost two years since they announced it it almost feels like yo did they actually even really announce it or are we dreaming but don't forget, I want to say right around the time we got that big announcement was when everything happened with the pandemic. That slowed things down a lot, especially considering if they were trying to put their best foot forward and they weren't trying to half-ass it with bringing Bleach back with the anime and stuff like that. They probably needed, you know, a decent amount of time to be able to sit down and work. They were probably, when they announced it, just barely in pre-production, if that. So yeah, you're going to need extra time if you're trying to make it look really nice and have an impact, especially this is supposed to be wrapping things up. I'm just curious how much the episode counted is going to be because there was what oh i want to say like a couple of hundred chapters that they have to go through it'll be ridiculous if they say yo here's here's 24 episodes to adapt it all like it, realistically as i've thought about it throughout time that is probably not enough episodes like probably 
50 episodes would be, you know, the amount needed to adapt it all. But we got to wait and see. Either way, December 18th, we'll get another update because a new domain was registered for Bleach. And I'm imagining they're probably prepping for next year, a big Bleach return. Hopefully with a video game too. That'd be dope. Okay, people. Next up, we got a couple of pieces of Attack on Titan news. For starters, we got an update on the upcoming season of the anime. It says Attack on Titan, the final season anime's part two video reveals premiere on January 9th. The official website for the Attack on Titan, the final season anime announced on Wednesday that the season's part two will premiere with episode 76 sentencing on the NHK general channel on January 9th, 2022 at 2405, effectively January 10th at 12.05 a.m. The website is also streaming a promo video for the anime. The second part will feature a returning staff, including director Yuichiro Hayashi at MAPPA, series scriptwriter Hiroshi Seko, character designer Tomohiro Kishi, and music composers Hiroyuki Sawano and Kota Yamamoto. The anime also features a returning cast, and I believe there's like a new trailer out or whatever, which, okay, nope, uh, January 9th, we're going to begin Attack on Titan again to wrap things up. That was kind of, okay, good announcement. However, this one right here was interesting because according to this, it says Attack on Titan creator Hajime Isayama apologizes to MAPPA for difficult scenes. He said, I'm really looking forward to the start of the second final season. Even in the original, it was a really difficult drawing, and I'm very sorry that MAPPA will have a hard time again for many scenes that the assistance has had hard time, but I'm sorry. The difficult scenes I'm looking forward to the most. I hope that people who see it for the first time in anime will also enjoy it. Yo, it's been 2021, nothing but an apology tour for Hajime Isayama. Like, first, he apologized about the ending of the actual original manga. Now he's apologizing to Mappa. Like, yo, my bad on how difficult, which, yeah, it does get pretty difficult, I'd imagine, to animate what happens in certain parts of the manga at this point, or what's going to happen, I guess, in this season of the anime, because it kind of gets very um i don't want to say dramatic but it gets kind of like imagine animating a mech anime with these giant robots and things like that it kind of has that same action-packed nature so to speak of what's to come with the anime so yeah i'm guessing that's what he's apologizing about but either way it's about time you know attack on titan ended i want to say it was this past spring let's get this anime going finish off the final season and see what's to come because i have no doubt in my mind that uh, there's going to be more attack on titan i don't know in what form what nature whatever but based on the ending of the original manga no spoilers at all i can say that i feel like there's going to be more attack on titan at some given point i don't know if it'll be penned by hajime isayama i don't know what's to come for isayama himself but i'm almost certain that this is the final season of attack on titan however there's going to be more of this universe somehow some way moving forward but that's just me either way <laughs> isayama apologizing again and also we got the official confirmation that attack on titan's final season second half will be premiering january 9th or i guess midnight on the 10th depending on how you look at it which we'll probably be getting it i'm guessing like early on the 9th because you know we're what 14 hours 13 hours behind japan or something like that moving forward we got a small update for my hero academia's manga according to this my hero academia will be on break next week and weekly shonen jump issue number 47 and the series will resume in issue number 48 
as scheduled so it's par for the course you already know how it is the jump authors which it's good I'm, I'm very happy I've said this and I'll keep saying it so that people could understand it's a positive thing that we get these breaks it's a positive thing because it allows these authors to recharge a bit they seemingly are getting regular breaks here and there I want to say it's kind of almost like what Oda the creator of One Piece has had for years now where every few weeks like probably I want to say what every fifth or sixth chapter or something like that they're allowing the authors to go on break which they need it these are human beings that they work 20 something hour schedules and stuff to deliver this stuff to us yeah let them have their breaks my hero academia it's right now really really good i'm really loving where it's at so yeah get your break and come back and get even better okay people y'all know what time it is it's that time for the weekly shonen magazine author comments starting off we got hiromashima creator of fairy tale eden zero i beat lost judgment the narrative was super heavy but that's what made it interesting yet again hiromashima talking about video games this man is a gamer for real number one mangaka gamer in the world I, I i have to stamp it it's it's the truth like he, he just is then we got ken wakui author of tokyo revengers i'm putting the handheld game i bought for work to good use meaning he's gaming as well yo the weekly shonen magazine authors uh they really love to game that's kind of cool they probably have some sort of bond or something uh george morikawa author of hajime no ipo said i realize now how gentle charities are okay that that's dope that means that he's getting into the charitable business dope stuff there or not business but seemingly he's just taking an interest in being charitable which that, that's always a dope thing. Um, Atsushi Okubo, author of Fire Force, said, I haven't been able to go cycling like I want to because the weather is great until I have a day off where it rains. So I've been doing a lot more gaming instead. Third manga cut to talk about gaming. Hey! Uh, maybe gaming is like becoming more of a thing lately over there i don't know i mean gaming has been a thing you know for a long time but they've really been on their gaming business and then lastly we got nakaba suzuki author of the seven deadly sins and now four nights of the apocalypse taiwanese jasmine tea is delicious i'ma drink a bunch dope 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 i love to see that he's in good spirits and yeah people those were the weekly shonen magazine all the comments um a lot of gaming going on and george morikawa like yo i i really uh, i'm taking an interest in charity fam so dope stuff and i'm not trying to make fun of it because that's really really dope for authors like didn't oda hito oda creator one piece just donate like three million dollars or seven million dollars something crazy like that to his hometown like that's dope stuff and while we just talked about nakaba suzuki let's talk a little bit about his seven deadly sins manga and the sales which i've been watching the anime lately finally i'm getting through the final season that's a different story for a different day joe underscore k the guy that he's been providing a lot of these really interesting sales stats showcase a graph of the seven deadly sins manga sales now it looks as though right around the time that the anime really took off especially leading into 2015 it seems like the peak for the seven deadly sins manga sales was around 2015 but you can see like it goes from really really low and then it skyrockets to the top and then gradually goes down like some series they see kind of significant stay at a certain point but it was kind of like after that high it just kept going down 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 and that's probably why he decided to end it because literally almost every volume sold worse than the previous volume like it just kept on going downhill which it really sucks because i really love the seven deadly sins and even though the anime isn't stellar by any means in terms of animation and as an adaptation in general i'm having a pretty good time with the final season right now i ain't gonna lie i'm about like eight episodes seven episodes into the finale and 
I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far. So, well, you know, considering everything, you know, involved. But it's kind of crazy to see that. Especially, I want to say it was like 2014, 2015. Seven Deadly Sins was like the number two highest selling manga of that year. Only being beaten out by One Piece to go from that to kind of just slowly fading away. Like, it seems like maybe the Ten Commandments thing wasn't the most popular over there in Japan. Because I want to say that was around the time that it was like in the Ten Commandments stuff. Slowly leading into the future of it. And then it just kept on significantly dropping after that um it's that but yo it had its run i mean what almost 40 million copies 37 million copies in circulation not bad at all shout out to the seven deadly sins i really really love that series regardless okay people next up something pretty significant that i'm sure is going to impact the manga industry but especially over there at shogakugan's publishing because according to this shonen sunday editor-in-chief takenori ichihara steps down after six years takenori ichihara announced on wednesday that he has stepped down as editor-in-chief of shogakugan's weekly shonen sunday magazine after six years and three months, in case you don't know about Shogakugan, they're the people that have case-closed Detective Conan. Uh, he became editor-in-chief in 2015. Kazunori Oshima will be the new editor-in-chief. Ichihara stated on Twitter that the magazine had been in an unprecedented crisis, but dramatically improved business performance during his tenure, and he is passing it on to the next generation. Ichihara had the second-longest tenure out of all of the magazine's editor-in-chiefs. Kazuki Tanaka holds the magazine's record for longest tenure as editor-in-chief. Takanaka served the role from 1976 through 1984, so about eight years. Ichihara personally made decisions on manga content from debut one-shots from new talents to new series from veteran writers based on his preferences and aesthetic. As such, he said he would take full responsibility for the fate of the magazine. Ichihara considered fostering the talent of new manga artists the magazine's biggest priority. His vision for the magazine included experienced writers for a mix of new and old. Ichihara says he was primarily a Shonen Sunday fan as a kid. And it just says like info about Weekly Shonen Magazine. Some of the big titles in there right now are Detective Conan. Um, well, Inuyasha that was in there. Major, Komi Can't Communicate, which I want to say just got an anime out right now. And yeah, it's definitely going to impact things. Obviously, like if it's a lot of the things that came into the magazine is due to his preference and him saying, yeah, give it a go. Then the new person, we're going to be going under his guidelines, which could change some things to be honest with you of like the three main big magazines of like weekly shonen jump weekly shonen magazine and weekly shonen sunday weekly shonen sunday is far behind shogakugan as a publisher is far behind the other two maybe this new guy could come and shake things up a little bit get some traction going for the magazine because it could really use it i ain't gonna lie shonen sunday isn't the biggest deal and you can't bank on detective conan forever eventually conan gotta end and then what's gonna happen but either way just shout outs to him and thank you for your service in the manga industry and running this magazine for a bit next up we got an interesting reveal for the upcoming chainsaw man novel chainsaw man buddy stories novel and oh my god i'm not even gonna lie i hands down have to get my hands on this i'm sure they're gonna release it in english because i know chainsaw man is selling pretty freaking well like I, I can never find it anywhere like it's always sold out everywhere and it's a cover of denji with power and oh my god i i love this cover i really really love of this cover big big facts and it says sakaku hishikawa the author of jigoku raku which is the you know hell's paradise manga wrote the novel based on the storyline by tatsuki fujimoto and it will be released on november 4th 
oh my god i need this novel it takes certain novels for me to read just be honest i read a whole bunch of stuff i watch a whole bunch of subtitled anime like you know what i'm saying i read a lot all these articles to make sure i bring you guys the news and stuff but this is a novel right here that not only the cover is just chainsaw man in general i'm dying for some new chainsaw man story and even though it's being penned by the author of hell's paradise which is also another from what i've heard great author still it's chainsaw man baby and it's under the guidance seemingly of Tatsuki Fujimoto let's go baby with this cover oh my god it looks so good yeah no I'm just simping for that power greatness yeah okay people next up it seems as though Disney is heading in the direction of getting anime titles it seems as though they're starting to put anime on their Disney Plus subscription according to this it says Disney Plus will be getting Black Rock Shooter Downfall or Dawnfall summertime rendering and the Tatami Galaxy sequel Johan Time Machine Blues by Science Saru, as well as something called Twisted Wonderland. And basically, it looks like Disney is trying to slowly start their way into the anime industry. If they're starting to get titles now on their Disney Plus, uh, you know, streaming app, then more than likely they're probably starting their, um, I don't want to say Ascension because I'll just keep it real. I'm not too fond of the choices that Disney has made in recent times and just in general. Like, yeah, like, yo, y'all got a, a whole stronghold on a ton of things like them creeping into the anime industry next thing you know you know five years fast forward they own toy animation and dragon ball and one piece and stuff like that like that is not you know what i'm saying like that's not something that i'm too keen of so yeah seeing them i mean at the end of the day the titles that they got aren't anything out of this world in fact from what i remember i wasn't a fan of black rock shooter because it just seemed like some lowly shooting anime maybe i'm wrong on that black rock shooter fans please don't kill me but from what i remember i was like uh, i don't want to see lowly shooting guns sorry no so yeah but seems as though disney plus is slowly starting keep an eye on them people y'all know what disney do y'all know how they do like we already got a bunch of pretty big competitors netflix is starting to really try make waves crunchyroll and, and funimation just got announced that they're both owned by sony now and they're essentially possibly going to be combining soon disney plus i mean more competition is always good but disney is different disney there are some conquistadors when it comes to media at this point they own everything like uh, Stay away from anime, please. Just unless you're gonna do some great things then by all means but again i don't want to fast forward and a decade from now I'm, I'm looking at goku and mickey mouse like no but either way disney is slowly starting to creep their way into the anime market okay people this is not an anime related story but this is for never news so i wanted to include it in here yennefer of vengerberg is destined to survive at witcher netflix season 2 debuts december 17th destined to survive i've seen the witcher one and i will be tossing a coin to my witcher oh valley of plenty like yo witcher season two uh release date december 17th y'all know what i'm gonna be doing uh, on december 17th i'm going to be all eyes on yennefer okay like <laughs> Uh, Witcher fans, yeah, I just had to throw this in there because I really like The Witcher and I can't freaking wait to see more. It's been a couple years now at this point, I want to say, since we've gotten some. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Next up, huge stuff for the kaiju. Kaiju number eight apparently was plastered on the side of a giant freaking skyscraper, I believe over in France. Let's check out what's going on. Kaiju number eight mural looms over France's National Library. A 45 meter tall mural of an illustration of Naoya Matsumoto 
Portals Kaiju Number no. 8 manga is currently spread across the building of the Biblioteca National France's National Library in Paris. The mural is part of an ongoing exhibition being held by French anime and manga publisher Kaze to commemorate the release of Kaiju No. 8's first volume in France. The exhibition started on October 6th, the same day as the volume's release, and will run until October 15th. So you got until tomorrow if you're in France to check this thing out and it just looks insanely dope to see like holy cow they got that on the side of a freaking building the kaiju baby let's go i've been telling y'all for a little minute now in case you don't know kaiju number eight is probably going to be somewhat of the spiritual successor to attack on titan not in the most serious way because titan was way more like serious but kaiju number eight has that kind of vibe and at the same time it is already exploding over there in japan like three or four volumes out over four million sales really really big stuff fastest selling jump plus title out there and it's pretty freaking good i'm only a few chapters behind again because i usually let them stack up because they do like two chapters a month or something like that so yeah um kaiju number eight baby on the side of a freaking building let's go okay people next up something that i saw on the twitter timeline that kind of caught my interest i seen that george morikawa was posting a whole bunch of tweets and then i seen i want to say it's yusuke murata the artist of one punch man he responded he put like oh ho ho or something like that i was like well, what's going on here? And apparently, from what I can gather, because the translator on Twitter isn't the greatest, it seems as though George Morikawa was praising two series in particular, One Punch Man and Kaiju Number no. 8, for their panel layout. Um, again, we'll read it so you guys can get an, a somewhat of an idea, but it's just the translations aren't the greatest. Watching electronic publishing become more widespread, I always said there is no Tezuka in the electronic, and I'm guessing he's referring to the way it comes out, like the way you look at manga on a phone and the paneling and all that. The gaze guidance that Mr. Tezuka showed on the paper was ridiculous. When it comes to reading on a smartphone, I think that will change again. Even though it is written, it is easy to read. The first one, I answered that it was a one punch man, which he's talking about one punch man. Furthermore, I think Kaiju number eight is aware of that. So essentially he's saying the answer to like, you know, getting it right is one punch man. Likewise with Kaiju number eight. In fact, it is often difficult to read with a multifaceted camera arrangement, but it does not make you feel it at all. It is great technology to be able to follow the actions without slipping even on a small screen. That Kimo, I think it's still in the frame division. The characteristics of paper and electronic are different, but I think the most difficult thing in manga is frame division. It can be said that all manga artists are worried. The person who controls the frame division controls the world. I also lifted the electronic band, so I will read One Pump Man number eight and study more. Four frame comics are a different story. So basically, he's saying that on a smartphone, you can't get the same experience with manga as you can on paper because you're restricted to this small screen opposed to like a giant book, also electronic it's a little bit different as well however he's saying that one punch man and kaiju number eight are few of the series that actually understand how to do it digitally and give you that same experience that osamu tezuka you know the arguable god of manga the godfather of manga that gave you all those years ago on paper and pen and then again the artist of one punch man murata yusuke murata i think he even wrote something along the lines of like oh my god i gotta tell one the, the writer like i'm getting so much praise from george morikawa so that's really really dope Honestly, and 
general, it's interesting to just see like the old timers. It's kind of like, you know, the old heads of hip hop that are talking about like auto tune now. That's pretty much what you're getting right here with George Morikawa, except he's praising some of the new guns. He's like, yo, you know, this new, this new dude right here, pretty, pretty dope. Honestly, that was kind of me up until I want to say maybe 2017 when I first got hip to XXX and Tashion. Then I was like, oh, these new kids, they saying something. They, they, they got something to say. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It was X that really got me to be a little more accepting of the new generation. And then little by little, I was like, I, I, there's some good, there's some good stuff out there. And it seems to be the case with George Morikawa that he's like, yeah, this new technology, I'm not a fan of it, but that one guy and, uh, yeah, that Kaiju number eight stuff, they're doing it right. Okay, people. And lastly, One Piece. Apparently, according to this, One Piece episode 1000 will be airing on November 21st, which it makes sense because we got chapter 1000 on January of this year, which is about 12 months. So pretty much 10 months later, we're getting episode 1000, which means that the anime is only basically 10 months away from the manga, which is absolutely insane. I can't even imagine what the schedule is like for a One Piece animator. The fact that you got 10 months to get it from manga to the best you possibly can in anime form with the glitz, the glamours, the voice acting, music, everything above. That is insane. On top of that, how the hell, you know, you got to stretch a lot of this content because you're doing less than it. Oh my God. It sounds like a freaking nightmare to me, but yeah, that, that's crazy. Episode 1000, November 21st, which again, I'm imagining is going to adapt the same stuff that Chapter 1000 did into the anime based on the way they're hyping things up and you see Luffy and Kaido and stuff. It looks to be that way, which I'm here for it, baby. Let's go. One Piece episode 1000, November 21st. I might actually even do a live reaction to it. But that's all I have for this one, people. I'm curious what you guys think. The most important story to you for this episode, the ones that stood out to you, the ones that caught your attention, or just in general what you come normally and regularly for to Forever News. But that's all I have for this one. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed. If you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video, drop me a like. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want more from me, make sure to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Hit that bell to get all notifications and if you want to follow any of my other social media links are in the description below i'm for world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life boy have an awesome day peace in and uh you just watched another episode of Whatever have an awesome day <laughs>